Okay. Were you watching the news in the other room a little bit? I mean, I was aware it was on. Well, they did a segment on Japan with the earthquake. And all our Japanese listeners, thoughts and prayers. This well, is the first time I've heard of this. Uh, hold on, I need time to process. Okay. Well, it's the cell phone era now, so there are videos that like a lot of people took of parking garages doing... Like okay, that. now how I mean, do we know that? They could just be shaking their cell phone. I can make an earthquake right now. Not, I'll send it to you. Okay. I mean, they could have used the facts, but they didn't. Mm. And then there's videos of like things crumbling. Any major landmarks? That have, uh, See, now fallen. you've gone beyond my knowledge of the situation. Oh, I'm, I, I dive deep, man. I go below the And the news the didn't mention it because they were just talking about survivors. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I did we're, see that. Out said, of 173,000 people uh, were missing, including a 13-year-old boy. And I'm like, yeah, there's probably a lot of 13-year-old boys missing. What? Why are we singling this kid out? <laughs> like, is he the youngest one that's missing? Or I, I just don't get it. Like, 173,000 people are missing. And then here's a 37-year-old divorcee. Yeah, well. That was among them. Like, okay. What the- you were subconsciously listening. Well, that's cool. reading that's and cool. listening to you. They're into the third day, so finding survivors now is, you know, it's less and less of a chance. It's you know, obviously, they'll find someone after like 10 days. Just watch. They'll be alive. Maybe that 13-year-old boy who got a specific mention. And they'll be him. like, how did you survive without water? He probably drank his own piss. You can do that, you know. <laughs> I saw that in a James Franco movie. Have you ever seen anyone do it in person? Mm, not without paying. So, yeah, that was going on. That's a big story, obviously. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, we just posted that it was a snippet about a Britney Spears headline that was talking about amputation. Now, I never even looked into it to see what got amputated. It might have been a tip of a pinky finger of her dad or something. But regardless, we posted the short, and we, like, titled it Amputation. And I turn on the news, and it's like, well, we've had bombings, and all these kids and everybody lost their legs bunch of amputees and then they did a 10 minute segment on amputees which i don't know what the chances of that are that's pretty slim okay coming from people.com that's right the reliable source that it is britney spears's father jamie had his leg amputated above the knee or below the knee and that's kind of crazy what led up to that okay uh the surgery which took place about a month ago comes after jamie was hospitalized with a bacterial infection earlier this year robert do you know anything about how a bacterial infection can lead to the loss of a limb yeah for one i bet he didn't see that coming (laughs) it's one thing if you have bad diabetes but you know they're just talking about infection yeah He had a bacterial infection in one of his legs, sources say. A representative for Jamie did not immediately respond for a comment. Jamie was severely ill and was hospitalized. No matter how much antibiotics they pumped into his system, they probably couldn't get it to exactly where it needed to go. Blood flow probably started to be affected by, like, swelling or something. You know, like we're talking about the stroke. Bacterial-induced stroke with Hamwater's dad. Okay, but in the leg, once the leg says, oh, there's something wrong, well, it starts to swell. And then you just got stagnant fluid. That's why they say after a surgery, hey, elevate. And you're thinking, eh, doesn't matter. Well, it kind of matters because that fluid will just sit there, and it's not getting filtered by your blood. It's just sitting there like stagnant water. And what does that do? 
you wind up getting an infection. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know what led to it, though, because it says infection, but we don't really know what yeah, people, started it. People Magazine apparently isn't the most thorough when it comes to uh, the medical information. But apparently in 2018, uh, her father was seriously ill and was rushed to Sunrise Hospital in Vegas. I know about that one. His colon spontaneously ruptured. Man, I'd hate for anything like that to spontaneously do anything, especially a rupture. He's got some history, man. Apparently. I hope it's not hereditary for her sake. But yeah, what I was getting at is sometimes those infections, there's a little bit of a snowball effect. Once everything snowballs, ain't much you can do. Uh, Take it if it was like a... He got a quote flesh eating bacteria or something. They, they, they'd probably <laughs> have to see, maybe they'd have had to move faster. Yeah, yeah. And so what he had was more of an internal thing. It sounds like, according to People Magazine, Sunrise is one of the hospitals where. Yeah, I won't go into it. Oh, you should. What is it? What does Sunrise do? <laughs> you want to know the rest of the story? <laughs> sure, as much as you're willing to tell. That was rumors that I was dating one of the patients out there. Oh, I knew this was going to get into some datey thing here. Were, were those rumors true? Well, yeah. I mean, we were <laughs> They're not the, really rumors then, are they? It's like stating facts secretly. What'd you do? Well... What'd you do with her? Admin didn't want me to date any patient or nothing like that, and so they were mad about it, but Cop they couldn't line. really confirm it. But then I was like, well, pull out the handbook and show me where... And then it wasn't in there. In fact, said, you can make an advance if you want to. Just don't make more than one if you get turned down. Well, there you go. I didn't even make the advance because she had repetitively. And everybody knew. But this is what I'm getting at. Okay. She had surgery at sunrise. Uh Uh-huh. And I didn't, like, bring her in, right? I had to work that day or something. Bring her in? It's probably a Friday, I'm guessing. You didn't bring her in? But after work, I went. Uh Uh-huh. And then Saturday morning when the doctor came around to, like, do the rounds and all, he pops up in the door, and I work with him, granted. And he didn't know we were dating for sure. No, no. And there no. I was. And that pretty much made it official that we were. I mean, that's how he found out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. Those brave hospitalians. That's what I call hospitalians. He didn't say now. anything, though. And he didn't care. I even asked him directly. I was like, Man, admin's giving me flack. Do you give a fuck? He's like, no, I don't care at all. That's... <laughs> It's fine. Play has got He's like, play. I'm glad you, uh, you know, I'm glad you can help take care of her. Honestly, that's it. Oh, I'm like, okay, well, that's sweet. I knew it because admin had it out for me anyway. Why? Because the women there like me. Oh, and it disrupted workflow or something. Well, it sounds like someone. They, they, I think they actually workflow. told me that they pulled me in there like you're disrupting the workflow of the clinic, and it's like, how do you? Are you saying that I'm doing that? Um, you're wearing skin-tight shirt, and some, you always flex when you're pointing at things. You're just you're such a distraction, Robert. Okay, I'm just telling this to you, Todd. Okay. One of the chicks that had already tried to pin me to the fucking bed. <laughs> okay, I had. She to, was a wrestler. She texts me. She's like, "Give me a bottle of water or something." So I got her one. She's working up front and couldn't leave. Got your bottle of water. And when I went and gave it to her, she had a patient there, so I didn't like set it on the table because they had little cubbies that you were face to face with registration. So I just stuck it in the behind her on the chair. And one of the admins is like, "Oh God, Robert put a water bottle on her butt." And they tried to get her to say that I made an advance or something. But just based off that. Tried to shove it up her And she's ass. like, no, I asked for that water. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? 
Hey, here's your one. Like, I didn't want to disrupt. You got to do a corporate hug. There you go. That's it. That's a corporate hug. It's it's safe. Anyway, fuck admin. I didn't do anything. I, you call it I admin. A, is it HR, really? Cause I, I, that no, like not a, at that place. Oh, really? It's a okay. private clinic, and uh, they don't. Make up their own rules as they go along. They kind of have it. They have like one HR person, which just means that they manage some <laughs> of the things that an HR department would, but it, it's admin is what I would call it. Yeah. Well, the doctors love me so much that I wasn't going to get fired, but they would always like try to come up with a reason. That used to tick me off. So let's not talk about it anymore because I'm going to have to edit that out anyway. Oh, that was that was. Interesting. Now, there's more. There's more where that came from. Oh, see now, see that's the juicy stuff. That's what people want to hear, man. <clears throat> they want to hear that juicy stuff. Spill the tea. Spilling the tea with Robert. And we're back. So, did you hear that Best Buy is discontinuing their inventory for uh, physical media like Blu-rays and 4K DVDs? I'm not surprised, but I no, I did not hear that. Yep, that's. It's going to be the end of a little era there. Best Buy was the place to go to for Blu-rays and 4Ks and even regular DVDs back in the day. They'd always have that first week sale where it'd be outrageously cheap just to get people in the door. I'm surprised anybody's selling that stuff, especially from a brick and mortar. I could imagine being able to order it, but yeah. not in person. Yeah, and I think that's the trend, basically, because Amazon, to my knowledge, is by far the biggest <clears throat> retailer now of movies the only place you can go to to get just about any movie that's available to purchase anywhere. Physically, that is. It's just that customers aren't buying it enough to warrant the shelf space. Well, yeah, that and, yeah, it's, just it's technology, just the evolution of, you know, customer trends. I buy my stuff, tra- uh, I buy my stuff streaming, for yeah. sure. Digital, just straight digital. No physical copy of it. Yeah, I buy a digital copy. Well, just, that works good for me. Just keep that, keep that account active, though, because... A lot of people don't realize this. If that account ever deactivates or becomes canceled, there goes your movies, all that you quote-unquote purchase. I was an early adopter to that. What was it? There was a You bought streaming movies through Walmart or Vudu, and then they merged. And I can't remember which account I had first, but I had one that made it through the merger. I see. That's strange. I consume a lot more movies than you, but I never did the whole uh, on-demand thing. They called it something else through Walmart. Yeah. I, I, I remember when it first began, it just never seemed interesting to me. Like, I was still, you know, renting from Redbox or something at the time. But I was one of the very last who, in my vehicle, still wanted basically MP3s on a USB stick. Yeah. So that I could just skip through my music without worrying about ads, without worrying about whatever. You'd load 300 songs on there, 1,000. I'd, I'd, sometimes I'd change it up for the week, kind of how you'd burn a CD. I might throw 50 out and just drop a bunch back in. And I was doing that way after everybody else had gone streaming. Even with Pandora, the randomness can be good, but it's awfully rare. You usually get more zonks than you do, you know, pleasurable music. It it's usually sucks, I'm I, not going to lie. I miss going to a store and buying music. The way I see Blu-rays and 4Ks, and uh, I guess eventually 8Ks too, if they even make physical copies of them in the future, they're becoming collector's items like vinyl is today <coughs> with music. I was about to bring that up. Vinyl made a comeback. I think that boom is over. People still buy it. Yeah, yeah, and they're great. But I mean, if you're a fan of music, the way to consume music is originally through an album like a vinyl, and just you get all the artwork and all the um, imagery that the band represents. It's pretty cool. Some people never came off of it. Some people stayed vinyl fans their entire life. Yeah. The only thing that sucks is if you got a decent collection, it literally weighs like hundreds of pounds. Yeah, fella from Austin, rich guy, CEO of a pretty big company. I'd go to his parties. I think I've talked about it before, but he was—he always had vinyl. 
he had a really big collection. Did he did he ever want to sleep with you? No, he wanted to sleep with one of the doctors I worked with and he thought that I was his inroad to her. Okay. And, you know, she was married and all that, but she was still kind of flattered by him. I'm not going to lie, um, just because he was rich. It changed the way she looked at him. Money? Yeah. Weird. I never thought about that. What an interesting angle. Like, she wouldn't admit it so much, but we'd be in the break room on lunch or something, and something would come up about this guy. Yeah. And it would, like she would want to flirt but didn't want everyone else to know it was there was a little something there but i don't think they ever hooked up they might have you decide (laughs) (laughs) they probably didn't i thought that would be a good uh a good question to ask i thought that might lead to something i had a had a hunch what is interesting you're a doctor you make big money and her husband had had a good job too yeah but it's like, y'all don't make this type of money. Not even close. Not even remotely close. <laughs> but going back to the original topic here. Yeah, unfortunately, Best Buy is discontinuing their uh, sale of physical media. So Amazon is now the big retailer for it. And if you're a collector like me, the way movies come and go on streaming sites due to the business of licensing deals, I don't like it. I think a lot of movies get thrown by the wayside and kind of forgotten about. Because if it's not streaming, it kind of doesn't really exist to today's modern audience. I've got warehouse space. If you want to get your wholesaler's license and try to be the guy to to go to (laughs) to buy that stuff. (laughs) The movie slinger. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you can't compete with Amazon, but can you? I don't know. Just You just need a little piece of the pie. You just, don't need much. I just need crumbs. If I could just get a crumb from Amazon, I'd be set for life. We'll think about it. But, yeah, the end of an era. Mm. If we had the budget, we'd play taps. One more thing. That's the guy that tried to get me hooked up with his yoga instructor. <laughs> exactly. And I think he wanted it to be like, hey... You owe me one. I, I did this for you, so yeah. now you owe me. Bro's got to honor the bro code, you know. <laughs> he paid for uh, a couple dates of mine with that yoga instructor, but like I didn't like her. I mean, no, she was a really nice person, okay? Mm, but she had some features that weren't for me. What features? What features aren't for you? What features do you not dig physically? Well, she was a little older. Now, he thought she was hot. She had massive tits. I mean, that's all he <laughs> sees. And he thought that... that oh, she, like, would, she would come to his house to teach yoga. When, that's, you, when you say massive tits, you mean big breasts or giant areolas? Or both? I mean big breasts. Oh, okay. Yeah, she would come to his house. You know, and he ain't going to go to the yoga studio or nothing like that, of yeah, course. Okay. But she had happened to her like what happens to all yoga instructors. She had bunions all to fuck. I mean, it was a wreck. And that's what happens if you do too much yoga. You get the bunions. They don't tell you about that when you buy the gear and the mat. You don't even think about it. That's true. But check me on that and see if I'm I'm wrong. I don't want to, I mean, I'm not trying to diss on all these women that it's went that way for or men. Men do yoga too. It probably happens to them too. But if you do enough yoga... That's definitely what's going to happen. You get in these weird positions and everything's just torqued like the wrong way. Yeah. And by doing that, it takes a little endurance. It takes a little, but it's hell on your small joints. Next time you do the uh, squatting dog, think about that. But she, you know, she was a nice girl. Nice personality. You just didn't like her physically? Yeah. Uh, She did have a good personality. Mm. That's a shame. She wasn't uptight or nothing, which I wouldn't expect anything less from her. He ain't going to have some snooty bitch in there teaching him yoga. <laughs> he, that guy's pretty reasonable. Yeah, he's going to have someone I would get along with. 
If she's gone and he's got a new yoga instructor, I'd get along with her too. Although she probably still has some of the same issues there. <laughs> I can't help it. That's their life. That's their, that's their livelihood. Just like physical media used to be Best Buy's livelihood. Mm-hmm. Good callback. I just wanted to reel that back in and, and repunch that. We have ended an era. I just don't know what the future holds. You got your thoughts collected? Hell no. Oh, man. Can you just bum rush to the point? No, I can't remember what it was. Oh, damn. I tried. No. Even I leave gaps sometimes. Not like the gaps that'll be left on the racks at Best Buy when they stop carrying physical media for good. I don't think too many people are crying over this. I think it's mainly you. Collectors. I'm going to, for once... Tie you into Bill. Oh, boy. That okay. sounds nice. Oh, what? You better than me now? You better than me and Bill? He likes CDs or vinyl. Yeah, vinyl. Because he likes the album art. Yeah. And that's the way he'll do it. He probably doesn't even have an account with a streaming service. He's probably just physical media only for music. If you don't own anything, you're just kind of... It's up to whatever monthly subscription you have. It's just... I find it so annoying. Like, uh, The Shawshank Redemption was a movie somebody wanted to watch. And it was on HBO Max or Netflix for the longest time. Then when you go to look for it, boom, gone. And then it's just so frustrating and disappointing at the same time. It's like just not like the old days where you had the movie and it was there. Bill also laments the fact that it's hard to get physical media like that, too. He plays CDs in his car. I mean, his car has a CD changer. Oh, really? I guess his truck doesn't, though. Well, my car doesn't have a CD player. I bet you he has satellite radio in his truck. Don't quote me on that, but it seems like I remember that. It could have been a trial, though. This is a pretty new truck. Yeah, okay. Probably so a trial. Satellite radio is such a waste. I only listened to it for Howard Mm -hmm. Stern, but you can't get into anything he's talking about until, you know, you go on a road trip or something. I don't know. I just wasn't impressed with it. It was like, oh, big whoop. Next, I just want to drive that home that we're at the end of an era. Two hours later. Hamwater, who probably used to have a bunch of that shit, probably has none of it now. He don't keep that. Uh, I wonder if he's got the... Honestly, he used to have a Technics uh, 100-disc plus one CD changer. A few moments later. It was like a jukebox style. Mm -hmm. And he had that thing filled up with CDs. I bet you he still... If he's got that machine, he still has those CDs in it. I Mm -hmm. guarantee it. I need to ask him about that. Little break. Jeff Bezos encouraged his brother and sister to invest $10,000 in Amazon. <laughs> well, thank goodness. I hear it's uh, doing pretty well. Good job. Their stake grew 10249900 and now potentially is worth over $1 billion. It was like my relatives. I encouraged them to invest $10,000 into the Rob and Todd show. Mm-hmm. That sounds about accurate. They could probably expect the same return, except with one key difference. I think we could uh, make that money accrue faster. We could definitely blow up quicker than Amazon ever dreamt. Well, they're just a bookstore at the time. Yeah. What were they called? Kadabra? Was that their original name? Don't know. I thought it was Amazon pretty 
quick if it not if it didn't start that way. Hold on here. I gotta look this. They up. got that picture where Bezos is in his parents' garage with Amazon.com on the wall, and they're like, yeah. "Look where you could have started." You can see solitaire on the computer screen. And then if you get into the comments, people were like, "Yeah, he was still on Daddy's money though." What was Amazon's original name? This is the suspense is killing me. Oh, come on, Google. Why are you taking so long? Kadabra Inc. On July 5th, 1994, Bezos initially incorporated the company in Washington State with the name Kadabra Inc. After a few months, he changed the name to Amazon.com Inc. Because a lawyer misheard its original name as Cadaver. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Cadaver. All right. Selling books about dead people. Who am I to judge? I'm just a lawyer with bad hearing. Continue. Steve Jobs never knew his biological father, but had eaten at his restaurant several times without knowing it. His dad, unaware Jobs was his son, said he was a sweet guy and a big tipper. I wonder who his dad really was. Born in 1955 to Abdul Fattah Jandali like, mm. and Joanne Schieble, Jobs faced a life-altering moment Early on, his mother decided to give him up for adoption oh. because of strong opposition from her father to her relationship to John Dali, a Syrian national. Wow. I was very much in love with Joanne, but sadly, her father was a tyrant and forbade her to marry me as I was from Syria. Forbadement. God, I hate it when parents are so clingy and controlling. God, let me live my life. God, I just don't get me. Don't understand. I would go upstairs and listen to my records, but I don't own any physical media since Best Buy stopped carrying. The irony is, Steve Jobs would have never reached that level of success had he not been adopted. I bet ya. The idea of like, okay, you could clone Michael Jordan, but unless he went through the trials and tribulations and had the same interests as the original Michael Jordan, could he actually be as good, if not better, at basketball? Who knows? Like, what makes the person? The physical ability or the life experience? Yeah, basically he wouldn't make it. There's yeah. a lot of stories out. Identical twins raised in the same household, the same meals, yeah. same school, same upbringing, really. Yeah. Same bathroom. Now, there was probably preferential treatment. and who knows, they're, Okay, but really close to the same environment. Yeah. And they go two different ways. One's a CEO, one's in jail. I saw that just today. Yeah. They were analyzing a specific set of twins. Did have, you have that one special tape that you only recorded certain types of things on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was a hell of an actor. Not that ain't what I meant. Not a camcorder. <laughs> What's that? No, man. I had the, uh, the scramble vision. 
about every five minutes you caught a boob on it. <laughs> Did you have a hit reel from that though? No, no, no. I didn't have a compilation. Well, there's really no reason if it's only every fifteen minutes. Like you couldn't. Yeah, if like, you couldn't condense it. You know. I'm sorry, I didn't have my editing software, uh, my editing machine to cut and paste the film together and string together this magnum opus of pornography that you're implying that I had on VHS cassette. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Preposterous. Flat out laughable. Insanity. You never quickly hit record on something that looked a little bit interesting because I did at some point. <laughs> it was like old school DVR before DVR. Because, <laughs> like you say, uh, moments are few and far between on what came over the TV, but like at some point you tried to capture something. At yeah. least admit that. Yeah. Every time Anna Nicole Smith's To the Limit came on. What a classic that uh, was. It was. Brilliantly acted, written, directed. I guess I had a copy of that. I don't know where I got that from. Hammy. I think Hammy, everybody had Hamwater one. Hamwater had a copy of that. There was a scene where she was masturbating with a shower head, and Hammy had to put in his commentary at the time of... Uh, you know, I don't know what it does squirting water in your vagina, but she apparently gets off doing it in this movie. And you said, yeah, Hamwater tried doing it with his vagina and he felt nothing. I don't know why I remember that joke, but that was a joke you literally told like 25 years ago. No, no, 30 years ago. I don't know. Long. It was a long-ass fucking time ago, probably like 27 years ago. That was like middle school or something? Something like that, yeah. But years later in high school, we were in our high school Spanish class. And that movie came up in conversation. And I was like, are y'all kidding me? All y'all had access to that movie? Yeah. You know, ever since it won uh, Best Picture, uh, I think that's when it really hit the mainstream, really found its audience. Her death was tragic. Well, I mean, most people's are. Let me take y'all on this ride, man. Create this picture. Show you how it goes. From the pain to the glory. I create the picture and spit them to you. If you don't believe, I deliver the proof. Carrie's making my making me grow my hair out. God, this is how far it's gotten. That's my personal record since we've been doing the show. I grew it out one other time a couple years back. It just looks like hell. You got cow licks and stuff. And if you think it's holding me down, you're sadly mistaken. Cause my niggas holding me down. We smashing you haters. I'm still holding the crown. I'm one of the greatest. It's the real talk of the town. Like one of the latest. You look like a 50s crooner to me, man. Just put like some slick oil in your hair and just comb it back. There you go. Snap your fingers with an intimidating style. I'm not really into the 50s or whatever. No, your hair is. Faders, people wondering the fam let this rap thing break. This my brother before rap. You can't live for traders, right? No money can separate us, right? The 50s gold. They want their hair back, Robert. You should give it to them. Someone who listens to our shows into the 50s. I bet she listens to our show some. Really? Right. 
Who's that? And I wonder if she's actually into the 50s or if that was her husband, who's now the ex-husband. And so she may not even be into the 50s anymore. All right. But on the weekend, she used to dress up in that garb or whatever, and they would go to events where other people were doing that. What do they call And them? they would have cars from the 50s. Yeah. So it kind of borderlines to me on like a fetish, but then it not really <laughs> if you're going to these meetups and stuff. Yeah. Like it's 1950s kind of like going to- household, but it's not because it's... It's like a car show, but not about the car. It's There's, more like the era, the lifestyle. Like, what do they call those poodle skirts? Oh, yeah. Well, Las Vegas, you can find any crowd, it seems. And if you can't find a crowd there, the crowd will come to you because it's one of the most popular tourist destinations in the world. It's a contradicting game. I need your love. Don't feel my pain, homie. I don't need your love. Say what I do need a groupie, beam of drugs. Well, honestly, I don't need none of the above. See me, cuz I'm chill. Believe me, cuz I'm threatening to kill me, cuz I'm a Fiji slug. Cause every nigga's double OGs and wanna be thugs. I'm just strong in the knees. I ain't easy to budge. I'm no killer, but I read there's a time to kill. And if I'm back in the corner, anytime I will. And that's against my will, homie, let me live. And with that being said, he'll bless me still. Yes, he's real, and niggas want to test me still. And bring out my inner demons just to wet your grill. I just want to plant my seeds and wet the field. Holla FC is here and set the bill. The fabulous Las Vegas. I didn't think that like there was a ton of like temptation or something out there like a lot of the bible belt folks think sin city exactly they think evil it's the worst to me there's such good people out there that it's like okay guys they're actually like a little bit better than y'all but (laughs) hey it's personal opinion but but my statement was and you just reminded me yeah whatever you're into someone out there will hold your hand while you do it I admit that. It's not like you're necessarily going to be influenced, but then again, somebody won't judge you, whoever it is. There'll be a group of people that does not judge you. And all you need is one person to believe in you. If it's the right person, that's your ticket. Plus it's all the me that I'm giving to you. When it's all said and done, my tears the truth. Come again. What is it? A thropal or a thropal? Never heard of that. Yeah, T-H- R-O-U-P-L-E. That sounds like a thruple because thruple. it would be a couple. Yeah. Is it three yeah, people? couple, three people in a non-monogamous relationship. Uh, how about three in a monogamous relationship? Yeah. There were two chicks one time that tried to get me to do that. Oh, like just, okay. And I didn't. Maybe I should have. I mean, they were like kind of what uh, bisexual or whatever. I guess they would be bisexual, not really kind of. Mm-hmm. And then... I've tried to sell that idea before, too, within my relationships, and it didn't go over. (laughs) Tell me, what's your pitch here? It's not because I wanted to. I just get so put out with, like, the pressure sometimes from more than one person that just, you know. (laughs) When they won't give up, though, Todd. They don't give up. I tell you. It would would be a little intimidating, wouldn't it? I was like, oh, okay, got two women here to, okay. At some point, it's like, well, why don't y'all sort it out then? Uh, you guys work on each other for a little bit. Seriously. And I'll join in. Are you? you know? are, are y'all all going to date me? Or you guys go and then tell, come back and tell me who my girlfriend is. Yeah, yeah. You guys can, like, fight it out physically. Because 
it's like, oh, okay, I've made my choice, and it's like over my fucking dead body. You have, you have not made your choice. You know, and the and that shit's gone on for like years, Todd. In the dating world, I, I come across a lot of this ethical non-monogamy, mm-hmm. and you know, couples looking for a third and stuff like that. Just you know, make, make it kinkier. That's apparently a uh, my version of ethical non-monogamy would, of course, not be like everybody else's. I'd want that to be a pretty infrequent thing. I don't want to be with someone that's like really frequently with other people. Oh, man. In fact, I would, you know, I would say let's not do that unless the unless we're both there. Yeah, it's, and I'm not touching a dick. <laughs> what if a dick touches you? Is that okay? No. Oh, okay. Like I'll, I could like I'll sit in the chair. Oh, sorry there. <laughs> sorry. I just Y'all can borrow the swinging around that way. Bed. I'll I'll just be in the chair. <laughs> I'll oh, be man. in the chair watching. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but if you had a bisexual chick that wanted to bring in other women, I've heard of that. Yeah. Guys talk about that. Right. But you know those relationships, I, I say this, what relationship does last these days, but it seems like they, they end in some sort of drama. It can be. It seems like the more people you invite to that intimacy in life, the more potential it is for drama. And I say drama because feelings get hurt. Because I'll hear about it and it'll be dramatic. The way the, the person telling the story would always have you think. Always. But yeah, Thruple. Thruple. You know, three people that are kind of half ass connected and they're ethically non monogamous. Is that what you're calling it? Yeah, pretty much. Well, honestly, it's like two people, a couple, but they invite a third in. And whether that third person's, a, a, you know, kind of like a revolving door. Uh, uh, you know, like a like a guest host for Saturday Night Live, or if they're a part of the main cast, just someone who likes to get kinky with this couple on weekends or something. Yeah, that's apparently uh, that's apparently a rising thing. I guess couples really need the extra effort there when it comes to their boring ass sex life. If I've heard about it, I forgot about it. Well, easy to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been focused on other things. <laughs> Why well, stop at three? I guess it becomes an orgy after a certain point, by three, definition. Three's kind of manageable, if you think about it. Yeah, four, but, you're going to need a bigger bed. No, three is a crowd. Two's company, three's a crowd. Yeah. But it's still manageable. If you go past that, uh, that's just whatever's on Bravo <laughs> TV. It turns into drama quick. Yeah. Like you say, you can't, can hardly manage 16 people or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try getting 16 people on the same page. It's like, okay, imagine doing that with a freaking human centipede of people. Three's a stretch, but I can see that there's enough like-minded people that would potentially go for it. Anyway, that's that. I just thought I'd bring that up, see thoughts and opinions on it, if you guys ever heard of it or not. Could you and Carrie ever uh, enter that kind of thing? It wouldn't happen. Why not? She wouldn't be comfortable with it. What about you? It all depends. <laughs> what is, well, I mean, it does all depend. It's not like I'm going to set out to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you you know that she won't, on the issue, she will not give in. No, she don't need that. No, she don't need that or she doesn't want that? Either. Oh, she doesn't okay. need it, doesn't want it. I'll name drop. I'm going to go way back. Now, this is when it's I was... by me. This is when I was still a virgin, but a lot of people didn't believe that I was a virgin. You know, because I was holding it for religious reasons. Yeah, and as for men- Jesus. As mentioned in previous episodes, that was a total scam. In fact, 
That was such a big scam that let me just take a moment. I saw something on Facebook today. It's like a pyramid scheme, but let worse. me just go with. Let me just roll with it. Okay. And of course, this gets way tons of likes. Like it's popular. If you're in the southeast and you want to go rep God on Facebook, you're instantly popular. So anyway, fall in love with God before you fall in love with someone else. Pray for a love story that brings glory to God. Date and marry someone who will chase God with you. Wait for the person that prays and talks to God about you. That sounds like gossip. One more. A godly relationship is worth praying for and waiting for. Well, I tried it to the... (laughs) You followed it to the T. I'm just going to say, religiously. Yes. You took I took it seriously. Yeah. I took it very seriously. And I did all this. It's just a scam. Yeah. God doesn't care about your relationship. It don't matter how much you pray and how sincere you are about it and how much you look for that godly partner that you pray together. I mean, we had daily Bible verses and stuff. My ex-wife. I mean, complete bullshit. And then after that, I tried to bring God into my relationships and make it the core, the center I would have it more on the left side than the center. Yeah, well, anyway, (laughs) uh, it did so much for my relationship. Once I finally got right with God, no, it didn't. Mm -hmm. I've had better relationships since. Not just saying that. Wow. Better functioning relationships and all. At some point, I was like, man, i got to be a realist about this because I'm getting burnt left and right. I'm making bad decisions about career and things. Like, hey, God's got you. Yeah, he's going to put you where he wants you to be. No, he's not. So, I know people don't, don't believe me when I say that. So, where were we? We're talking. Oh yeah, I was going to name drop. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so back when I was a virgin, people didn't think I was one. They thought I was bullshitting because apparently other guys would bullshit. Yeah. Like, I've never done that before, and that way it helped them look cleaner, more likely to get laid. Or so. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, I met this uh, little family get together. I'm talking about parents. Everybody's there. But it was down by a river. Someone had a house or something like right near a river, way up in the mountains and all. And um, one of the girls says, look, Lindsay is too embarrassed to ask you, but we want to have a threesome with you. Oh, great. It's like, I'm not embarrassed, but she is. Lindsay who? I'm not going to name. Yeah. It's a name. Hey, I mean, do your research. Okay, Lindsay. We're on to you. Now, the question is, did Lindsay even put her up to it or was it beep? Oh really? You can't. Yeah, no, I can't drop two names. That if you what put two names, names, well, if you put two names in there, yeah, you're gonna know who it is because they're like friends and stuff. Sarah. So can I guess it? You can guess if you want to. Nikki. No. Sarah. No. One more. I'll tell you if you get it right. Rebecca. No. Nope. God damn it. Yeah, sorry, Todd, no. got it wrong. I thought it was really close with that Rebecca one. But anyway, that happened. Um, even even back in the day. But now that's a little. So bit, did you take them up on that or no? Really? What was? How was your, I was re- a religious guy. We just went over this like just just now. How was your? How was your? Did you did you have like a rejection speech kind of rehearsed for situations like that? No, but I always got out of it. How'd you do? How'd you? I'm just curious. I mean, I got out of naked chicks in front of me. I was. I mean, I'm literally looking at vagina. Like, like what did you? <laughs> did you talk to the vagina? Were you like, like what did you what? say? Like, I'm sorry, no. I'm and women just, think it's automatic, so they jump in bed with you and take their clothes off. I know. They, I hate that. God. They think, oh, it's, he's a guy. He's going to go for it. Yeah. Especially if you've like already made out. That doesn't mean anything. 
Yeah. <laughs> Start making out for the first time and the clothes come off. I've seen it. Well, I've seen it. Well. And and you know that was back in you know when I knew how to escape. I still know how to escape. So how did you escape? Like how did you? What did you do? Were you polite or were you just blunt with it? Like just like no, this is against my religion. I'm not doing this. <clears throat> At first, I didn't know how to not like be polite. I guess. Yeah. And so it would. They would just think, okay, he's close. I'm going to push a little harder, push a little harder. Thing. <laughs> I bet they're like, so you know, what t- is up with this guy? Yeah, it's tough to get out of those. Do I have to sit on his face for him to get the idea? Come on. It's not a rhetorical question. <laughs> Next time you're about to get laid, don't do it and let me know how you got out of it. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to be like, uh, I'm going to be like one of those guys you knew in high school. Oh, I've never done that. I don't even know what a looks like anyway a throuple i don't think i've heard uh, if i have not in recent memory i tell you i've heard of it could become more popular i I could see that picking up people are getting fucking fed up with being quote committed and then it just goes to shit and then you wind up having kids and all this so like birth rates down people are starting to look at relationships like you know what i'm not taking that ride again so yeah there's no telling what type of new relationship style will emerge to combat the norm. The norm is still going to exist, but as many times as it fails, I do think people are getting a little burnout on it. People need to have more patience with relationships. They do. Now, I have instituted that myself, as you've probably noticed. Well, I mean... Women want that ring after like three months, maybe six, maybe three weeks, but definitely... Dude, women... just wait. Women our age, dude, I have know too many women right now that are in engagements. They've literally... Like, they'll announce their engagement all over social media. I do notice that. The very next post will be, oh, here's our six-month dating anniversary, you know, like our six-month... Like, Mm -hmm. you've only been together six months and you're already engaged. Wait about seven more months and then they're split up. Yeah, well, I mean... (laughs) They're pregnant. Or what that happens so much. That, well, if that's not quick, what is? That, that's my question. To anybody. Are they still together? But they sure found love quick. I, I'll admit that they found it quick. Uh, well, it comes down to two, like true okay, love. The one true love are either people that are willing to stomach each other. You know, there's a lot. Of, just because people are together for a long time, I'm not convinced it's a good relationship right off the bat. No, could be toxic. Too. They just could be used to it and be callous towards it. I don't think there's anything wrong with seeing how it works out over the long term. There's kind of a meme post or like women are posting. It doesn't take six, uh, five to seven years to know if she's the one. And it's like dissing on men that aren't proposing right away. It might take that long. Every situation is different. So you got to live might life not, but it, with some like that's just it. Like, you know, live, live life for a little bit. Life's not a race. Keep that in mind. Live life at your own pace with this other person. See how it goes. If it goes well, take it to the next level. If that next level's engagement, so be it. But six months? Really? Again, I pose the question. If that's not too fast, what is? Well, yeah, I, we'll be back when we, when we have a topic. Best Buy, you know, is approaching the end of an era. Oh, wait, we did that already. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I could keep going. I just don't, I don't want to edit it. It's true. No, no. Right, uh, cut, cut it off. Cut it off. Good night, everybody. Good night, America. We love you and the rest of the countries in the world because this is the internet and it goes beyond our borders. I just not realize that. And to those in Japan that still have internet service.
that 13 year old boy we're gonna find you we're gonna find you and we're gonna save you and i ain't really trying i just happen to shine yeah. see this is real talk it just happened to rhyme and every nigga ain't a rapper cause he matching his lines oh. sc bread i never turn my back on the pine i'm running for prayers i strengthen up my back for the pine enjoy the ride i take you on emotional highs and all this love from these haters really stroking my pride now folks say i'm they dog hoes say i'm they diamond people can change but listen this is hard with time like so said, dave ramsey says do not buy a $40,000 SUV if your salary is $85,000. If your salary is only $85,000 a year. Yes. Makes sense. So I ask you, <laughs> what planet is he on right now? Where does he reside? He looks at it like this. There is no reason to invest that much money up front in what basically is a disposable appliance that only loses value. It's a bad asset because it loses value. A depreciating asset. The only thing I have to say is you need good transportation. Yeah, you need reliable you, transportation, but you, you also need a good APR. Well, 85000 is apples to oranges, one person to the next, too. Your living expenses could be really low, like mine. Yeah, go ahead and buy a $200,000 SUV if you want to. I mean, like, everyone's situation's different. But, yeah, what planet does he live on? What, what am I supposed to buy? A $15,000 one? Because... He had it down to a... a I think it was supposed to be less... It's a percentage of your take-home salary every month is what your payment should be. Well, he does have a one-size-fits-all, and that's what I'm hitting at anyway. It's oh, not really? one-size-fits-all. Yeah. It's like term life insurance. Well, yeah, it's a good protection for you in the term, but for some people, a whole life policy is good. It is a good financial choice, but he presents everything as a, a one-size-fits-all and it's pretty close to responsible. I'll say yeah. that. It's pretty close to responsible. I think it's the mentality that he really wants to nail home, or at least that's what I get out of it. That mentality of looking at money differently, looking at interest rates differently, and looking about... I tell you, ever since I don't have a mortgage to, to pay every month, it frees up a lot of my money that you wouldn't think would make that big of a difference considering my modest salary here in the little old state of South Carolina. But it does. And when you when you have your funds not tied down with monthly payments, you realize how much further your money can go, even if you're, you know, on a teacher's salary. Well, if your salary was 85000 you could buy a $40,000 SUV and still be responsible. I think, it's, I think it's the thing with that is look at the APR and how much you're paying up front and how much it will depreciate as soon as that title's in your name. MSRP, Ford Explorer. Okay, from, okay, first, meaning this is the cheapest. Yeah, you're buying a Ford. That's your first mistake. 36680 or 860 Yeah, um, add about $9,000 to that, and that's what you'll pay. So, yeah, I'm just saying, that's the cost of a Ford Explorer, $40,000. Yeah. I, th I think also his thing is, no one really cares what kind of car you drive, except you. So who are you trying to impress? Like, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I had a bunch of, you know, bangers and hand-me-downs, whatever, with cars before I bought my new one. And um, it, it's an investment. If you're going to buy a new car, my personal opinion is, make sure it'll last 20 years. Get about 300,000 miles out of it if you can. I've got an answer to your question. Who really cares? Bill, and with what he does for work, financial advising. So he shows up at your business, shows up, like wherever you're meeting him for lunch or he, you know, sometimes you're going to his office, but regardless, <laughs> a lot of times his customers see his car and see him pull up. Yeah. 
for the longest time he had Pontiac Grand Prix with the V8. You know, it was a really rare model, but he was all into them. So yeah, I got the LS in this old ass car that people kind of question how successful I am. Like they, they were questioning his success. Yeah. Based on his car. When he got the Jaguar, his business picked up <laughs> considerably. It mattered. Oh, so I mean, who when are you're you trying to impress, and it's he may not really be trying to impress them. In fact, in his situation, he wasn't. Yeah. Now I knew it would be a better thing, and it just turned out to be surprisingly to him. But I'm like, nah, that was a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, like, think of it this way: when you're a salesman, that's part of the game. You gotta kind of fake it till you make it, so to speak. And in his case, he's not really faking it. It just happens to be a happy coincidence that that worked out for him like that. But you know, okay, that, but in most cases, yeah, it's like how salesmen dress nicer than what they really could afford, just because they want to have that look of success. Kind of like a, uh, a post on social media that's getting a lot of attention, and people feel compelled to react to it. It's like that. It looks cool to like it, and you want to be a part of that group. Sometimes you're a braggart, and sometimes you're just virtue signaling, like the guy that works in the Verizon store in a suit. <laughs> no reason he needs to be in one. Yeah. I don't care they if people think- don't know if I'm rich or not. I don't care. My lifestyle is comfortable, and it's not affected by what you know or don't know or believe or don't believe about me. My point, and probably a lot of people in the comment section of that post, is that, well, that's kind of what a, a SUV costs. And there is some utility to that. You can haul certain things in certain SUVs that you can't get around in a Honda Civic. True. It may be a little safer car. It sits a little higher. It's easier to get in and out of. But it is a Ford. Well, I'm talking about any SUV. Okay. Yeah, there, there are certain reasons why people like those vehicles. And I say if you make $85,000 a year, go ahead and buy one. Now, when you were talking about APR, what, I mean, what if it's cash? Because he, he even says if it's, if it's cash, you still don't do it. I think that's even part of his statement. Even well, if it's in cash, because, you don't do it. Yeah, because it's a disposable appliance. Right. You know, people, wants, people, because it's a necessity like a home is, I think people kind of look at it like a home even though it's really not. It's actually bad debt because of the fact it's depreciating so quickly, especially if you have a Ford. <laughs> you can look those up. You can, you, Toyotas, Hondas retain their value, not Fords or Chevys. Trucks, sure. Okay, trucks, okay, they got the market there with that. But everything else, nope. Chevy Malibu, see see how far you can ride that thing. Good luck. We lose more value on a luxury brand as anything. Doesn't have to be an SUV. BMW, Mercedes. Once it hits a certain age, once it hits 100,000 miles plus, it starts to drop for a reason. Maintenance is a beast. Oh, yeah, all all the little gadgets that make your car so luxurious. You got to replace them sooner or later, and they're not going to be cheap. <laughs> I was actually thinking about getting some secondary in, uh, insurance now that my uh, factory warranties run out on my car. Just something to take care of the gadgets. Maybe in the next year or two. Just you know, I'm only at thirty thousand miles. I probably got it easy another, hopefully sixty thousand before anything major goes out. So we'll see. This is more than just rhyming, cause I spit on feet, kinda hard to define it. So words that I speak, I have a nigga reclining, and catching epiphanies, playing it back and rewinding. If you ever think I'm a fall, I better remind you, this a G steadily climbing, never declining. The tax came due on the Caprice. If you don't believe, I deliver the proof. Guess how much? $12. Pretty much, $11. Damn! So close. 
And I think it was like eleven twenty nine, which is why I can't round up and give it to you. Ah, but, you know, I should have just went with a dollar. You got closer than probably everybody else would. Yeah, I, I've had a car not like that, but like that in the sense of the insurance being so low. Uh, one of the little uh, four-cylinder cars I used to own just for working back, I think, let's see, in, the insurance on it was like $20 a month. <laughs> and like the taxes and tag on there was like, $37, I think. <laughs> In South Carolina, though, every other year, I think they hit you with that road maintenance fee. So next year, it'll be higher. Yeah. Yay. Why not? Because, you know, the roads here are so luxurious. It just takes so much money to keep them up. God. Roads are rough. We're not just saying that. You know, I wish... Our tax dollars that were supposed to go to the potholes in the roads went towards uh, really harsh prison conditions, and then we put the people responsible for squandering that money in said prisons. I thought you were going to fill the potholes with them. Well, you know what? Now, at this point, we're beyond the potholes. I just want to watch people rot that were responsible for the potholes being so persistent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This road outside needs redone. I think roads everywhere around the state need to be redone, man. You know when you go to North Carolina or Georgia when you hit that state line. It gets nicer, yeah. Yeah, it's smoother. It's not so much (laughs) off-roady. It's like, God, is there galloping horses here? Oh, no, no, I'm just on the interstate going the speed limit. And with that, we bid you adieu, you sweet, beautiful, sexy audience. They probably listened to it so many times now that it's, Good morning, everybody. Oh, good day. Good day, all you beautiful, sexy beasts out there. Go out there and conquer the world. Carpe diem that shit. This is Robin Todd, signing out. Don't get a tattoo of us on your breast. Not areolas, like that one chick did. (laughs) Yeah, it was a... Got a tattoo over her face. That was kind of odd. I didn't realize she was going to go that far. I thought it came out pretty well. When we start doing pay per episode, she'll be the first one to get it for free, though. Oh, yeah. She'll get it for free. Dave Ramsey might approve. Depending on the price. Well, what if we gave her some of that stock that we were selling for $10,000? Just gave it to her? It's your call, bud. Be a, worth approximately one billion. <laughs> It'll get there quicker than Amazon. Yeah, it will. God. When it's all said done, my tears the truth. Slow and steady. That's not. That's not for us. No. 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 Only for my love making.
I like the way you feel your Brazil. Don't make me have to tell you, put a shift in your reel. If you want the real, the only place to get it is here. Game's been smooth, I don't need no lotion. Acting like a juvenile, but I don't grind in slow motion. The potion we smoking leads to choking. The flow got you open, which proceeds to poking. So girl, what it is, let's slide to the crib. You must want some of this, cause you eyeing the kid. You consumed by this dude from across the room. I got a house on the hills with an awesome view. Let's get going, we only an hour away. Oh yeah, that's my plane. We flying the Day. Once you get there, you'll be dying to stay Ain't happening going back and I ain't providing a way You're here and you ain't going nowhere You ain't going nowhere So why keep wasting time? So what if you're in a throuple because you care about each other and you decide to be committed to more than one person? We're not talking about sex here. Again, teach their own because polygamy is a thing and it's something that's, uh, you know, I guess it's dubbed an alternate lifestyle. But I mean, in some communities, it's kind of every day. I've never been a part of one of those, but it, it would be the norm it, somewhere. And it's interesting, like, you know, I've only seen the reality TV side of it. So let's take it with a grain of salt. Right. But there is a there is a bit of truth behind it. Like, it's a different dynamic. And if if all the parties involved are on the same page and are comfortable with playing their role, so to speak, just for, you know, adjective sake here, their role in that dynamic, then, uh, you know, it can be a very multifaceted, productive family, like a very kind of positive environment. Like one's kind of the motherly mom. The other one's more like the, I don't know, cooking mom, just for example's sake. Well, they may not even have kids. Yeah, or the I ones I've seen... They got kids. I was just bringing it up because when we hit on it earlier, it was kind of like orgy or sex. Or I'm like, eh, certain people are going to be together for reasons obviously other than that. And in some instances, they're going to be committed to a multiple, the, the, like a expanded relationship of some kind. I've only seen a few episodes of, um, I forget what it was called, but it followed some polygamists. And Sister Wives. That was in headlines recently. I think there's like a split, but I don't know if it's a total split. Like, Somebody's out. Yeah. Whoever it is, they're out. Oh, they get voted off the family. <laughs> we took a vote. Trial by fire. Now you can do a double dare or a physical challenge. <laughs> physical challenge. <laughs> they may actually... They could all love each other. I wouldn't let anything other than your feelings decide what you do. Like, I wouldn't weigh it. Like, it sounds like a lot of people would be like, oh, let's make a pros and cons list. They pros. would. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, would. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't. I would, fuck all that. Because that's where it goes back to finances and bullshit like that that doesn't matter. It's like, how do you feel? Because in the end, if you're not happy... What the fuck does it matter? What the fuck does the pro list matter? Pro list could be fucking Santa's list all the way long and all these great pros, but if you're not Plus, happy... it's just on paper. Yeah, when something looks good on paper, yeah, it really yeah. doesn't translate to real life when it comes to a relationship. Listen, I haven't had a lot of experience in dating, but I've had enough to know women that look good on paper to me is not what I'm looking for. Or at least I haven't found her yet. I mean, I... I <laughs> yeah, but you know when you get close, though. I, I, you know I, when you've gotten close. Well, it's just one of these things where you find the girl you break the rules for. There you go. Or, you know, the guy talking to the women now. Or some guys. Everybody. Whatever you're into, find someone you break the rules for. And become more self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> so that you know when it's time to break the rules. Yeah. But seriously, at the end of the day, peace of mind is the only thing that's going to make you happy. And so you just kind of have to go with it and figure some shit out. I guess that's all I've got. 
and when I say that, I could go for like three hours, but... <laughs> <laughs> Were you watching the news in the other room a little bit? I mean, I was aware it was on. Later. Bye, everybody.